Hello and welcome to Beneath the Staircase. We are your beguiling hosts, Kelly. Hey, and I'm Kelly too. (laughs) Two crazy ladies who love nothing more than to talk ghosts and everything paranormal. Join us, won't you? Kel! Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. (laughs) (laughs) So how was your little break? Um... It was it was good. A lot of eating, a lot of drinking. What about you? A lot of sleeping. A lot of getting uh, not fat. Not so much sleeping. Oh no, not so much sleeping. Well, oh, you kids. guys got sick, right? Yeah, we were sick over the break, but you know, back and healthy. Kid back in school, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into season two. Let's do it. And now for the paranormal news. All right, so we're going to start off with a man by the name of Drew McAdam, and he was walking around a 16th century Edinburgh landmark called Lorston Castle, which has over 500 years of history to its name. And he was taking some photos, um, and when he got home, he opened them up on the big screen, and he saw something astonishing. Um, The 64-year-old man posted these photos to his Facebook, the article says, and we'll share that article and photo with you on our website. And he claims he hasn't altered them in any way. Now, when I saw this picture, and Kelly, you've seen it too. Yes. I got chills, and every time I look at it, it just, oh. I don't even have to look at it. I can just think about it, and it gives me the billies. (laughs) So um, in this photo, he's taking a picture of the... You say facade? <laughs> facade? Yeah, very fancy. <laughs> yeah, of the building. And if you zoom in on one of the windows, there's a woman standing there in a dark dress and what looks like a white apron. And she looks very sad and forlorn. And oh, it just gave me chills. Oh, it gave me chills again. Looking at it again. And the, there shouldn't have been anybody in the castle at this point. And the staff who work at the castle say that there are no strangers to paranormal happenings. They often hear footsteps, objects moving. There's a shadowy figure that has appeared and disappeared through a wall. And when he showed the staff the photo, they believe it to be the ghost of Sophia, which was the wife of a Lord Rutherford. And apparently she passed away quickly after writing a letter to her husband, which, wait for it, was only to be delivered to him in the event of her death. Oh! Mm-hmm. Do we know what it said? No. Damn. I mean, I, I could probably find it. Maybe I find, if I find it, I'll definitely try to post it. Okay. But yeah, this picture, you guys have to see it. So today we're talking about haunted graveyards. Mm -hmm. And um, I found one right here in the U.S. of A. called Stull Cemetery, which is located in Stull, Kansas, if you can believe it. Surprise. But get this. Is it the gateway to hell? What? (laughs) Yeah. Let's find out. Okay. So Stull Cemetery is located in Douglas County, Kansas. Stull was founded and settled by Pennsylvania Dutch immigrants in the 1860s. Once the community settled and began to grow, the Evangelical Emmanuel Church was erected and parts of it remain to this day. And like with many churches, it also had a graveyard. As the years passed, the church fell into disrepair and became vacant in 1922. 
Destroyed both by vandals and the elements, the church lost its roof and became nothing more than walls and rubble. It is said that it never reigns within the church. There are hundreds of eyewitness accounts that purport that even if it's raining in the cemetery or elsewhere in town, if you stand in the crumbling church's walls, you'll remain dry even without a roof over your head. Yes, that's very cool. So Stoll Cemetery has been linked to legends involving witchcraft, satanic cults, and of course, the infamous gateway to hell. Mm. According to the legends, the devil himself once used the abandoned church at the center of the cemetery as his own personal doorway from the underworld, though he is only able to pass through the gateway twice a year at midnight on spring equinox. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. And of course, on Halloween. Was that like an elevator or what? (laughs) Going up. (laughs) Um, So, how did a small community in Kansas become a doorway for the devil? (laughs) We all want to know. Well, there are a few explanations. Many stories, urban legends, and myths have swirled around this church for over a hundred for over a hundred years, and a lot of stories come from small town tragedies, such as a boy who was accidentally burned to death by his own father, uh, and several suicides with bodies found in public places. But some people believe that there was something evil about Stull long before the cemetery was even created. Others claim that when the church fell into disuse, witches, devil worshippers, and those who used ritual magic took it over and began to summon the devil and create the gateway for him. However, local lore has a specific story, that of the Wittich Grave. Oh yes, the Wittich Grave. Mm-hmm. In the cemetery, there was once a grave that had the word Wittich engraved upon it. This grave stood close to the hanging tree, which was a tall pine said to have hung several witches. Furthermore, the bones in the witch at grave are said to be that of Satan's own child conceived with a mortal witch. It is Mm -hmm. believed that the devil visits to spend some time at his child's grave. Wow. So that's why he's... (laughs) (laughs) That explains it. Okay. He's sweet. He's a good father. He's such a good dad. Okay. This haunted graveyard has a reputation so great that even the Pope himself is said to make his plane fly around it. What? What? In 1993, when Pope John Paul II was flying to Colorado for a public appearance, the Pope declared that the ground in Stoll Cemetery was so unholy that he forced his private plane to reroute his flight around the graveyard because even the air above it was tainted by evil. Mm, who knows mm. if that's true, but it's fun to say. <laughs> okay. With legends that involve human sacrifice, occult rituals, and even a yearly visit from the devil himself, Stull has gained an over-the-top reputation that has landed in countless books, most haunted top ten lists, and even appearances on the hit TV series, Supernatural. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Knowing all this, would you make a visit to America's most evil graveyard? <laughs> it's on my list now. Yeah. It's on my list. list. Go to Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> please, if you come to, if you come to the US, please come to Kansas for this graveyard. Shall I dive into mine? Yes, please. So today I'm gonna to be talking about Greyfriars Kirkyard. 
And this is the graveyard surrounding Greyfriars Kirk, which is a church. Kirk means Kirk means church. Kirk means church. <laughs> central. <laughs> Sorry. In central Edinburgh, which I can't seem to get away from in the last uh, couple episodes. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was completed in 1602. So she has a few gray hairs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I always find it so crazy when things are this old because around me, and I don't know about you, Kelly, but around me, old is like 1800s. Right. So I hear about something in 15, 1600. That's just crazy. Yeah, like 1950s <laughs> houses are historical over here. Oh, wow. <laughs> So the name comes from a Franciscan, Franciscan friary, which wore gray habits. And this is a beautiful graveyard, with, which sits atop a hill and looks over the new town, winding paths and mausoleums, lots of greenery, very picturesque. Mm. And the cemetery itself, so not the church, dates back to the 1560s. And all over the graveyard, a visitor can take note of the skull and crossbone carvings. And these have nothing to do with pirates. These carvings... (laughs) Darn. (laughs) Darn. (laughs) Darn. (laughs) (laughs) These carvings serve to remind the living that death comes to everyone. And, And a few graves have cages over them and these are officially or their you know names called mort safes and no these weren't used to keep everyone safe from an impending zombie apocalypse they were used to protect newly buried bodies from being snatched or dug up sold to universities for medical study which was a real problem in the 19th century and we actually talked talked about about that one yeah yeah we did and the lack of bodies um in a previous um, episode about burke and hare so you guys can check that out if you want in season one. There's even a pop culture connection to the graveyard. Um, Harry Potter fans flock to a grave that has the name Tom Riddle written no. on it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and, it's said, and said to have lent his name to the authors, he who shall not be named. <clears throat> so one of the most friendly hauntings in this graveyard is that of a little furry friend bobby a sky terrier who lived loyally with his owner for the last two years of his life a man by the name of john gray and the story goes that the little dog stayed with um when he passed away he stayed with the grave for 14 years until he himself died and a statue was erected a year after he passed away in 1872 and he, and he's actually buried in the yard himself now. And people uh. claim to hear dog barking, even though there's no dogs around, or even see a little dog disappear around the tombstones. And it's said he's guarding his master's grave to this day. That made me emotional. That's yeah, so, so sweet. Cute. Yeah. So, but the most famous ghost in the cemetery is that of George Mackenzie. George Mackenzie will go down in history as a hard lawyer who prosecuted, imprisoned, and delighted in the torture of the Covenanters. They were people who subscribed to the National Covenant, which was created by Scottish churchmen in the graveyard. It rejected the king, Charles I, trying to force English liturgical practice and church governance on the Scottish church. Oh my, that was a mouthful. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get worse. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to get worse. The graveyard is attached to what is said to be Edinburgh's most haunted place, which is the Covenanters' prison. Mm. And yeah, and a lot of not nice things happen there. Um, there's a plaque there that reads and tells visitors of the happenings there, which says, Behind these gates lies part of the southern section of Greyfriars Kirkyard, which was used in 1679 as a prison 
for over 1,000 supporters of the National Covenant who had been defeated by government's forces in the Battle of Brothwell Brig on the 22nd of June. For over four months, these men were held here without any shelter, each man being allowed only four ounces of bread a day. <gasps> oh, my God. So it goes through, they were tortured, some escaped, they were executed for treason, their heads ended up on spikes, and all of this was said to be um, by fault of George Mackenzie, prosecuted them. Mm. And yeah, in a twist of fate, when Mackenzie died himself, he was buried in um, a grave that was right beside the prison. So just mm. think about all the bad energy right. and, you know, the lives that were lost during that horrible time. And now he's set to rest, supposedly right there. Mm-hmm. And it is since his burial said that the cemetery has been haunted. His coffin moves within the tomb, never resting for the trauma he caused all of those people. And one of the most recent stories is from 1999 when a homeless man broke into Mackenzie's tomb to disturb his coffin. And from this moment on, people began to complain of being watched smelling sickening smells and all um, originating from what is now called the black mausoleum, his tomb. Mm. And in 2004, some teenagers broke into this tomb and removed a number of remains. It's a family, family mausoleum. So it was more than one body in there, including the head of a corpse. Why did they do that? You know, you know, Saturday night. It's what kids do, I guess. (laughs) Just, Yeah. A company, a company wanted to catch uh, cash in on these reports of bad feelings and smells by hosting walks and tours to the cemetery, because why not, mm-hmm. at night. They hoped that the spooky setting and stories would be what guests walked away with, but unfortunately their guests got more than what they paid for. Mysterious cuts, bruises, bite marks, and even burns would appear on the visitors cold spots and hot spots felt by many some even complained about being touched by unseen hands the company um warns their visitors and even says on their website and their paperwork that the mackenzie poltergeist can cause genuine physical and mental distress join the tour at your own risk i'd still do it you'd still do it yeah i think i would too (laughs) At one point, an exorcist was brought in to rid the prison and cemetery of its evil spirit and poltergeist. Colin Grant came in and tried his best, but after he had experienced a sight and a failed exorcism, he died shortly after of a heart attack. Mm, maybe I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't want to go. And so to this day, because of all that vandalism and those teenagers stealing heads, the door of the mausoleum is now locked, but you can look between the bars and there's an old rhyme that you can say that goes. And here's my Scottish accent. Oh, yes. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm probably going to cut this out. (laughs) Blue, blue, my... (laughs) Blue, McKinney, come out if you're dar. Lift the snack and draw the bar. <laughs> Apparently, that rhyme makes him very, very angry. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. This week's paranormal tweet comes from Jeremiah Tolbert at Jeremiah Tolbert. This is a standalone tweet that reads, Toddler, sleepily, a lot of people live in our house. Me, 
Well, there's Mama, Maddie, and me. That's all. Toddler pointing behind me. And them, too. I turned to see an empty hallway. I'm 99% sure it was an empty hallway. The tweet itself is pretty spooky, but the thread contains countless stories of creepy things that kids say, and it is definitely worth a read. We will have this tweet posted on the website for you to check out. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any episode you've heard, please go to anchor.fm slash beneath the staircase and leave us a voice message. You may be featured on one of our future episodes. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we have. Please join us next week when we discuss more spooky tales of the paranormal. We'll see you beneath the staircase. <laughs>